It's not easy being Jeff Lewis. I did cause all the problems, okay. but then I apologized. Okay. And then I think we're good now. I believe my purpose here on Earth. I'm a bullshit police officer. Okay. I'm the bullshit police. All of you have either quit or been fired before. Andrew, did you quit? A little of both. <laughs> Jeff Lewis has issues. Hey, welcome to Jeff Lewis Has Issues. In today's episode, Kyle Richards and Megan Weaver join the show. We talk about my blind date, the effects of not drinking, and the status of Kyle's relationships. So I did have a date last night. It was, a, um, it was good. It was a, a, a setup situation. Does that uh, mean like a blind date? Kind of a blind date. Oh, does yeah. that exist anymore with social media? Because no, no one's. I mean, you're right because I knew what he looked like. Yeah, I knew what he looked like, and so it wasn't really a blind and, date. Yeah. Yes, and I found out, but it was interesting because he had called my entertainment attorney to pitch one. He's an agent to pitch one of his clients for Hollywood House Lift, <laughs> and then he's and then he was like, I'm "Just curious, is Jeff single?" Oh, oh that and was then, just an excuse to get to you. You're oh, so naive. Really? No, I don't know. I don't oh, know about oh, that. Oh, by any chance, hmm. Is Jeff <laughs> yeah. available? I don't know. Well, I'm thinking about doing um, speed dating with Oscar. I mean, I'm pretty much doing speed dating right now. Right. But but how many So how many guys are there going to be there? Oh, but you you were saying that you were going to go, because Oscar is demisexual and kind of bisexual, so you wanted to go to the one with the girls, but you yeah. said you'd go to the one with the guys with me. Yeah, I'd do both. Why you guys not? are like love on the spectrum. Are you watching that? <laughs> Is that a show? Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's the people on the spectrum, spectrum. and they do the speed de- speed dating, oh. and they get really, really nervous and tripped up, and well, men and women. Yeah, but the yeah. problem is, is that one guy is on the speed dating. You've got that little piece of paper in front of you where you check the box yes or no, and he starts checking the nose in front of the date <laughs> in the middle of the speed date. Anyways, it's really cute. I would never survive. But that reminds life. me of you two. Honestly, remind me of Sutton's dates. <laughs> that was love on the spectrum. Sutton's dates love were kind on of love. Spectrum. But see, I'm learning. I had no game. No game, Kyle. You didn't? No, because I think because I was in a relationship and a relationship before that, relationship before that. But now I'm starting to like chill a little bit. So, um, so now that you have a little game, what do you do? I'm just a little more unavailable. So I'm not. You play, you play a game. I'm not playing games. I'm just not responding right away. So the guy, la- the guy last night, it was a good. It was it was a good date. But um, and he immediately followed up. Uh, that evening, I don't know what time, but I have not responded yet because I don't want to be too desperate. You don't think that's a game? That's of course a game. It's just taking. But by the way, you have to play a game. You yep. do. Okay. Otherwise, it comes off too. Okay, then I'm going to play desperate. a game. And everybody, they they think they don't want to play games, but nobody wants somebody. Th- you know, you have to be a little bit hard to get. I was not hard to get. It oh, was great. just the opposite. So you already and, did the deed, and now you're not responding. To no, 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 not with him. <laughs> not, no, not with him. Uh, in the, you know, over the past few weeks, I've made a couple of mistakes. I got, um, I drank too much on one date, and then overshared, kind of like I did at Jackie Schimmel's party with your, with you and your daughters and Morgan. So, yeah, see, that's why I don't miss drinking. At that's all. why I'm cutting it back. I'm already an oversharer. I've learned that with that without alcohol, I, yeah. I already overshare. Um, but it would give me anxiety. I just overshare now without the anxiety. I yep. I overshare, yes, but I'm worse when I've been drinking. Yeah, and everybody had, is. And I had just come from a therapy appointment, so I was already open and vulnerable, and I had already, already walked in having two drinks. He wasn't drinking. He doesn't drink during the week. Then I had two so more. So he has a lot of self-control. Yes, and then I should have read the room, but I didn't read the room, and I had two more drinks. Mm. And then that was, that was one mistake. Did you say something offensive? No, I just offered too much. Like, I just talked about everything. Your life story. I like this. It's like a therapy session. Tell me more, Jeff. <laughs> well, then he also, <laughs> I, had a really good, I had a good date in New York last week, and he did spend the night. And then when he left, I had followed up. But 
I didn't realize that I had followed up very quickly. So in my head, in my head, I thought like more time had elapsed, but it was only nine but minutes. But he just walked out the door. <laughs> I think he was at the elevator still. I'm just going to tell you, yes. this single life is not for me. That would not, I would not do well. Once you learn the rules... It's actually, I'm having a lot of fun. Once you learn the mm, rules. I'm not, I, I'm not good at learning new things. But you're telling me <laughs> you got to play the to... game. you got to play the game. Well, it's God, not, I hate calling it a game. You just have to be a little bit mysterious. Yes. You don't Smart. respond right away. You can't away. be over eager. You're right. And I was over eager. Yes. You have to be busy. Yes. You've got, Unavailable. You're too busy. You know, you've got a lot on your plate. That They're not the whole focus. They're not everything you're thinking about, even though it actually is. You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. And I, um, and then what I, I did, Kyle, I started kind of um, in my head creating a narrative like, oh, he doesn't like me. He didn't get back to me. He's not, he's not talking. He didn't mention tonight. Cause when I, everybody does that, right? Yes. But, <laughs> but not everybody puts it in texts and starts sending texts. Uh-oh. So fortunately, Shane walked in my hotel room and was like, what are you doing? Stop, stop texting. Wait, you said to him, Am I texting too soon? You were no. Like, oh, what happened God. was okay. Because if that's the case, I it, felt like worse. I felt Uh-oh. like he didn't respond right away. Oh. So then I was like, so I, I had, I'm like, hey, it was you know I had a lot of fun, whatever. Thanks for coming over. Um, let me know if you want to hang out tonight, which I shouldn't have fucking said because oh, I, I already miss you. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I've only met you once. So then, when he didn't Stalker. respond in my head as quick as he should have, mm-hmm. I'm then like, but you know, if you don't want to, it's like cool or whatever. You know what I mean? So I just like <laughs> shut the fuck up. Then I was going to send another one, oh, Kyle. My God. Third. The, the a second third hand one. Embarrassment is really a lot over here right now. Yes, me you know. too. I know it's cringing. Cr- it's cringy. Then the the third text that I was about to send until Shane stopped me, that one was the worst. He was like, oh my God, thank God you, you walked in. And what was said, it? It was all written out. He was like, well, um, may, maybe we're not a match, and so I don't know if I'm going to see you next <laughs> time. It's been nine minutes. I was going to break yeah. up with him. He was like, in the elevator. Like, I probably passed him in the hallway. <laughs> oh. But I, I got it together, and now I had, so, you know, there's, it, it's like getting, you're taking off the training wheels, you know what I mean? Okay, so, so you sent that second text, not the third. And I did almost he respond? sent the third. He yeah, did not respond. <laughs> he did not respond. I don't mean to laugh. Oh, no, he did. He said he, he, said he would sorry. text me because he was going to a movie that night. And he said he would text me after the movie, which he did not. And then I didn't hear from him for five days. But I didn't text him. Okay, good. Okay, that's Thank good. God. I just, I ghosted, slow stid. And then. Um, well, let's be clear. He you ghosted were a little me. ghosted first, and then you ghosted back. <laughs> right. okay, you're a bitch. But that makes you feel better. He ghost- texted me, and I ghosted him. Yeah, right. you're right. He ghosted mm-hmm. me. So, but then he reached out yesterday. Oh, well, so maybe just, he's playing again. So yeah. then you just. You just, you know, and then the other but one. But what did he say yesterday? You're a dick, Uh-oh. Shane. <laughs> Shane, you're a dick. He Let said, me... lose my number. <laughs> no, kidding, no kidding. <laughs> There was some, okay. Let me, let me, okay, just talk amongst, amongst yourself. Okay, oh, here it is. Um, I, I had to play this game when I was dating Mauricio. Yeah, everybody does. You have yeah. to know not to respond too soon. Be busy. Okay, well, first of all, he listened to the podcast. Uh-oh. So hey, did you talk about he, it on the podcast? Of course. Heavily. I talked about that. He's the, probably listening right now. Of course. No, he's he is. not. You know why he's not? Why? Because he doesn't subscribe to the Sirius XM app. Oh, so he can only so listen I was to Fridays. Safe. He can only listen to Wednesday and Friday. Got it. But unfortunately, Friday's podcast was went was Thursday, Thursday show, show which after. was the morning after the date. So he heard it. And then I did talk about how I made him I mean I made him take a shower. Oh my god, Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> but no, it, I mean I just asked, I said, I'm going to take a shower because I've been working on it. Can you too? And I said, have you, I said, have you showered? 
I can't with this. I know I can't either. <laughs> I'm dying. Covering her face. I cannot with this. Embarrassment. <laughs> no, 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 no. I know. Because, I mean, see, I would be like, if it was me, I'd be thinking, does it seem like, like smell? I what? Yeah. No, he says, I, he, yeah. I'm like, did you shower? He's like, well, I did this morning. And I'm like- Like I'm, most people. I'm like, I know, but you've been like working all day and everything. And he goes, do you want me to take a shower? <gasps> and I said, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> but he did. And then I think what Nicole and Cy were saying on Thursday is that I should have showered. We should have showered together. But the shower was very tight. It was. But then. Like you could have said. It's important to the story. Take a shower. Yeah. It's important to the story because then he said, I'm still listening to this. I did want to shower with you. Oh. Um, and then. And he's like, but I heard you. I heard you ended it. Did we end this? That's what he said yesterday. Because I ended on the podcast, I think. I said I was done. Oh, God. I know. And I said, if you want to go. By the way, I'm only letting you go on and on right now because I'm nosy and I want to know what happened. But this is also a a, a deal breaker. I'm learning my lesson. (laughs) But to keep going because I am curious. It's a a great train I don't know who he is, so I don't care. So keep telling us all the details. I said, if you want to go out again, I'm open to it. From your lack of follow through, I thought this wasn't a priority. I now understand the situation. It just wasn't communicated. Because he said he was going, he was I mean, ha- For him to leave you nine minutes. Now you're I'm criticizing you, him. It is, yeah, nine minutes without responding. I don't know. I would, I would have cut, cut him loose also. It's going to get worse. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I, I don't said, know if I can take he it. He said, Jeff, of course I want to see you again. Made that clear before I left your hotel. I didn't hear from you either. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if this is a priority. I'm just moving at my own pace. Haven't shared much about my life because it takes a while for me. Um, and then blah, 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 blah. And I wrote, have you not shared with me because I'm always talking about myself, LOL? He goes, literally, yes. Oh. <laughs> You're an Aries? Are you an Aries? Yes. Uh-huh. And what sign is this person? I don't know. I said, OMG. He never asked. Yeah. I don't know. He's I did ask about- talking about himself. <laughs> he sounds like a great yeah. guy. I said, OMG, I'll shut the fuck up next time. Okay. Are we in high school? I mean, it feels that way. I'm just, I'm just, I'm figuring it out, Kyle. Kyle, I'm figuring it out. I feel like, yeah. You got to work this out with Mauricio. um, See, this is what you have to look forward to. You're going to have to work this out. This is not good. Maybe you need to reach out to Sutton's. Can we turn the air conditioner back on? The air conditioner shut off when the fire alarm went off. Oh, I'm surprised. I'm surprised the elevator worked. I, I can't believe it. They should have shut that down. I you guys were fire marshal. They didn't. I was like, why would we get in an elevator right? when the fire alarm? Smart. We could have yeah. been. Chris Labas just wrote, "Stop talking." Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, my it's... god! No, when Mo, when I first met Mo, he asked me out. Um, no, he asked me for my phone number, but then didn't call me for five days. Mm-hmm. That's and I was like, God, he's cool. He he knows how to play cool. So when he called me, he was like, hey, I had left for Mexico for five days. I just got back. Can you have dinner tonight? And I was like, no, I can't. Um, I'm booked and busy. For yeah. like, I don't even know. I said I made him wait a while after that. Good. I had to punish him a little bit. So, you know, yeah. you had to play that game. Well, then, I wasn't booked and busy. And do you remember the guy where I drank too much? Yes. Yeah. Is he texting you now too? Well, what happened was is that we he, we actually had rescheduled a date for Sunday. I canceled because I'm I was embarrassed. And then um, <laughs> you, this is the guy. Oh, because you were this is the guy that overshared. you drank too much, overshared, and now yeah. you're too embarrassed to face him. Correct. So you didn't want, you didn't feel that need to um, sort of show another side of yourself and not overshare. Maybe ask someone not questions about themselves. Yeah. There's only one side of Jeff. That's the thing. He would do the exact same thing again. 
drink too much, talk too much. No, I'm not going to. So, but he reached, he reached out because I just, I haven't reached out. And he said, want to reschedule last night's plan. Okay. Oh, that's nice. I, I said, sure. When are you free? But I waited a long time. Let me see how long I waited. Oh God, did I? Oh God, I only waited 44 minutes. <laughs> that's okay. It's better than nine. Yeah, I waited 40. That's good for me. That felt like all day. Yeah, 44 <laughs> minutes is, yeah, it's a lot. It's good. And then he waited till 8.58 today to get back to me. Yeah, he's got better game than you. Oh, yes, God. he does. But you know what? But wouldn't I'm it be learning. nice to I'm have learning. somebody where you don't have to play any of these things and you can just, all, you know, be exactly how you want to be as, you know, ridiculous as it may be and everything's, you know, it just works. It's not. Okay, so he says, I'm looking at my schedule and it's tight <gasps> until next week. See? Ugh. He asked you out and then is too busy. That's this is what, this is what he fucking does to me. <laughs> and then he, but then I didn't respond um, because it's nine nineteen, <laughs> and he texted a fifty eight. And you're on the radio doing and your then job. He texted again and said, "I'll for sure carve out some time for us." Okay, carve it out. Yeah, he's gonna carve, carve it out. Sounds like a corporate yeah. terminology. He's just gonna carve it out. Yeah, yeah, that's a gonna run it up the ladder. I'm gonna wait Let's like circle a, back. I'm gonna yeah. wait a day. I have to wait at least a day for that one. I think maybe. A day or two. What are, what are you, a pumpkin? Like, are you carving out time for you? Like, that is the worst terminology I've ever heard. Oh, well, everybody's blowing me up. Patrick's like, we need to teach you the eight simple rules of dating. Oh. Is that a book? Fast. That's what he said. Well, I'd like to know what those are. There's only eight? What are the, I, yeah. So I can retain eight. And they've know. been together a long time. How do they, how do they know? I don't know. But Kyle, I'm learning. You're learning, but I think you're a slow learner when it comes to things like that <laughs> because the, the fact that I've already gotten, you know, some orchids from you, a number of them now. <laughs> I, I have impulse control issues. Yes, you do. And um, at the break, I will find this therapist sent me an assessment oh. and she says it has to do with my ADHD. Oh, that, that's, yeah. I'm learning I'm, a lot about that too. Because I'm not on any meds whatsoever. Shocking. <laughs> so all right i you know that i'm watch what happens live i said that you are carrying um real households of beverly hills on your back mm-hmm. this season everything every single storyline evolves oh, revolves God. around you well that's not fun for me i'll tell you that much um sutton what's going on with sutton because she's a friend of the show she's been um are you guys friends now what's happening you know what happened with sutton was strange because we actually are friends i was the one who became friends with her before anybody else um even though she was originally brought in via i say you know i people always think if you bring someone on that you're friends and you're very good friends like no it doesn't have to be like that you know we suggest people that we've met or know and think that could be good so she came in via lisa rena but i was the one who became close to Sutton right away yeah and um I, I don't know. I just, I, we got along and we, she makes me laugh and she's, you know, um, she's funny and I, I got her and I don't think a lot of people did in the beginning and we were friends, genuine friends. And I just didn't understand why she was doing that this season out of the blue. Uh, you know, it was like, it was the strangest thing, you know, that dinner saying, you know, so Kyle, like I felt like I was on trial and I was struggling so much and going through such a difficult time. And I was honest immediately out of the gate. The first time we were all together, I said, my husband and I are having a very hard time. It's been the hardest year we've ever had. That was very hard for me to say. Mm-hmm. I had not said that to my children yet, but I said it to the ladies 
on camera. So that was a very big deal for me to mm -hmm. come out and say that. Um, I, it was stuff that I was processing myself. It was very hard for me to process without a camera, you know, let alone with a camera. So when they all said that to me at dinner, like they were angry with me. I was like, my gosh, if I think someone's going through a hard time in their marriage, especially, you know, that Sutton, you know, has, she seems to have been very affected by her divorce. And I know that Garcelle also went through a hard divorce. Like, I don't understand that not like, are you okay? You know, the lack of empathy the or lack sympathy. of empathy was yeah. shocking, especially mm -hmm. since even though the audience didn't know what was going on in my life, everybody else did. And I'm talking about the other stuff that was happening in my life, not yeah. just the stuff in my marriage. I was just taken aback by the lack of empathy. And um, also, I just, I've learned, you know, I've learned, it's taken me a long time, you know, to learn this about myself. But um, when I'm hurt, I act angry. So, and I, and I watched the show and I'm like, why didn't I just say, you're really hurting me right now instead of my immediate go-to is like to cover Defense, yeah. yeah. like defense. You know, I think my, I grew up with a mom who like made me feel like showing vulnerability or, you know, weakness. It was yeah. like a sign of weakness. So yeah. I immediately act, act, act angry, but no, I was really hurt. I was like, why are they doing this to me? Like, why wouldn't they say, are you okay? You're going through a hard time instead of, and then the ring thing was just so dumb. I literally bought that myself. Like, I think what bothers me is that you know, I've I've witnessed a lot of um, you know, friends, close friends going through relationship issues or marriages, you know, fail or divorce. Sometimes there's no like everybody's looking for this one moment. While it, why did this happen? Oh, we have to automatically assume Mauricio cheated. Yeah. Some people just grow apart. Some people mm -hmm. start leading different lives. They, their lives go in different directions. As a viewer, mm -hmm. it looks to me like there's no real one incident that caused this. It looks to me like, especially this season, you seem very disconnected, both of you. Yeah. And you seem like he's living his life. I mean, he's a very successful man. His business keeps growing, you know, at, at, at exponentially. Mm -hmm. And he's getting pulled in every direction. And it just seems like he's going one way and you're going to another. The other thing that I have observed, and I... Me personally, when I have gone through, you know, very traumatic or upsetting breakups, I do gravitate maybe to a couple of friends or one friend, and that person becomes extremely close to me. And I, um, so the, with the Morgan rumors, I think it's okay to just understand that you guys are very close friends. You've been leaning on each other. And everyone wants it to be more. Everyone has all of these other, um, like, scenarios or, you know, ideas she is of what's a, happening. a group of friends that I lean on, you mm -hmm. know. In, in the media, it, they only show Morgan. <laughs> um, but she's part of a, a group of friends that I, you know. There's those, those friends that are the first text messages of the day. Yeah. You know, immediately, you know, there's, like, tiers of friendship. And you may love all of these friends, mm -hmm. but there are different tiers. You know, my first text messages of the day are four different people. Mm -hmm. um, so, but, you know, if I'm walking down the street having lunch with them, they're usually cut out of a photo. Unless right. it was yesterday where my friend Jana, who you know Jana. I know Jana. Saying hi to me. We, we were saying goodbye at the Glen Center. And it looks like we're like, the photo literally looks like we're kissing each other. <laughs> which has happened to me before in the past. But I'm like, of course they want to use that photo. But usually they cut my friends out unless it's Morgan. 
it's so funny. Like, you know, right. I was in Paris and my friend Tina that I've grown up with since I'm 10 years old, she's cut out of every photo, but they don't know who Tina is. You know, it's like, so. They want to drive that. It's yeah. So that's the narrative yeah. they want. So yeah. that's been the focus. And, um, you know, I, of course, when you're going through a hard time, lean on my closest friends. And, yeah. And I said that in the show, in my interviews, you know, I, I, what, I never went to therapy before. I am in therapy now, but my friends were my therapists always. Yeah. You know? And I, I grew up with a family of all women. And, you know, when I'm struggling, like my, my, my friends are my, they're my therapists. They're my, my rock. And now, now that my yeah. kids are older, they're also, you know, like my rocks, you know, growing up, I was too busy taking care of them when they were little, but now like they help me too. It's but amazing I share everything happens, with yeah. them. Good, bad, the ugly, we all do. I mean, mm -hmm. if you saw our text messages, so, I mean. <laughs> but the narrative, obviously, you know, we are seeing what's in the media. Mm -hmm. And then the, the narrative they're trying to, you know, put out there or portray is that you and Morgan are an item of some kind. Mm -hmm. Now, I I was actually thinking a lot about this because I, I've been looking at it from your perspective. And I was thinking, like, when I went through the breakup with Gage, I, I was very lucky because I had a dear, like, it was a... A client I had worked with for a long time who became a dear friend, Julie Grossi. Mm -hmm. I I can't even believe how much I leaned on her. And I actually even thought, because I was thinking of you, I actually even thought about calling her today and just thanking her because she really got me through that year. Mm -hmm. And it was like the worst time of my life. And I leaned on her like exclusively. Like yeah. And that was who I was texting all day. And that's who I was having lunch with every day. And that's who I was working with all day and the whole thing. So... I don't know. I just I, mean, I just want another that I author, talk to another and perspective. See way more than than Morgan as well. But like yeah. I said, they're not shown. She doesn't even live here. She lives in Virginia. You know, the people I'm with every day, you know, are Teddy and Jen and Jana, my friend Tina, you know, and then, you know, uh, so That's uh, something else I thought about today. Teddy is a very good friend. Very good friend. And I I just think she got such a bad rap when she was on Beverly Hills. She definitely I did. I love Teddy. I've always liked Teddy. and But I also feel very lucky that I got to know her aside from the show. See, the thing is, there's certain people I don't think you can really get to know on the show, ironically. I don't, it's weird, but you know, um, I do feel like people know me after 13 years, but I think she wasn't actually herself when she first came on the show. She was going through a hard time personally, and I think she was very guarded. And, um, I always think, and anyone who knows Teddy loves Teddy, and I always think, I wish they saw this Teddy. Yeah, it's and unfortunate. It really is because she's extremely intelligent. She's really funny. She's an incredible friend. I mean, these are the friends, and of course they don't show this on the show, and people don't know this in my life, but like I was going through a medical thing actually during BravoCon where I was freaking out, and these are the friends that take you to the doctor and mm -hmm. hold your hand while, you know, you're doing medical procedures. And, you know, I, when she needs to get her, when I, I took her, when she had the melanoma on her back, I said, I've been looking at this mole since you joined the show and we're going to the doctor right now. And she's like, I don't, I said, we're going right now. Went straight from the hike to the doctor while they cut this thing out. I've taken her while they cut into her back, mm -hmm. while they've taken the stitches out. I don't care what time of day, if it's the first thing in the morning, you know, um, those are your core people, you but know? But she's not the only one that's got the bad rap, I think. Like, there's a lot of one-season people or two-season people that you don't get. I personally really like Eden Sassoon, and I didn't, you know, I, I don't know how you feel, but I, I went to college I with her. I didn't know her well. I yeah. went to college with her. I really liked her. I don't think that, you know, she got had the best edit either. I also think there's people that people love that you wouldn't like in person. 
That's interesting. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, it's just, in- it's interesting. I think a lot of it is that. Who do I love that I wouldn't like in person? Ah. <laughs> Name them. <laughs> Name them. <laughs> What did you want to bring up, Kyle? I wanted to bring up the fact we're talking about not drinking. Yes, and um, I know you wouldn't know about that, but I've we- cut back a lot, though, Kyle. <laughs> I've cut good. back a lot. Um, no, I was saying that. You know, how long has it been? You- Ninety-one days today. Ninety-one days. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to interrupt, Kyle. I think your phone is playing music. <laughs> oh, it's this little girl I like to look at on Instagram who's so funny. That sounds and I always weird. send her to my daughter Sophia because yeah. she's so cute. Okay, I've got my my Instagram is full of kittens, puppies. Yeah, I see. I have a lot of animal stuff on my yeah, me too. too. And dogs and yeah, so yeah, yeah. So that's where my life is at these days. So um, no. So I was just saying to Megan that I um. I, I, and the, all the years I've been on this show, well, for years I didn't know about the DMs. Well, first of all, when I started the show, we didn't even have Instagram. I had a BlackBerry when we started the show. Yeah. That's just to put things into perspective. Um, but I am inundated every day with positive messages in my DMs all about not drinking. Mm-hmm. And people saying, you know, because of you, I have decided to also try that. Because of you, I've stopped drinking. I mean, it's just so crazy because... Inspirational. I mean, to be on a reality show, there's so much, you know, downside and there's so much negativity. But hearing these people say this, it's incredible to me. I've had people stopping me on the street now. And and it's just really, it's been really great. And I really do think there is a whole movement now. And for me... um, you know, because I didn't have, you know, a problem. It was easy for me. I, I literally have never looked back once. Mm-hmm. And I know for a lot of people it is difficult and they do struggle. And um, But hearing the people who are like, you know, 91 days and how unbelievably different they feel. I mean, I have never felt so physically strong and you never look better and healthy in my life. Yeah. I'm talking going back to my 30s, whatever. You know, I, it's, it's, it's a game changer. Can I ask you, Megan? Because um, you, I used to drink a lot more frequently yeah. and I would drink more. And I was talking to Carney about this this morning because she's um, sober. Yes, many years. She said that you can have like wet brain where you, you know, you're basically like in a way you're kind of always drunk. Like mm-hmm. you're, you know, you have four drinks and then, you know, uh, so you might start drinking at five and then you, you know, you drink till 10 and then the next day you do it again and you mm-hmm. never really get completely sober. Yeah. I feel like I'm not drinking every day anymore. That's I'm good. not drinking um, at the frequency or the amount. Right. Good. And I do feel better. And I actually do want to keep, it is inspirational, Kyle, when I see like you and Megan, cause I mean, I'm very shallow and for me, like I've never seen you guys look so good <laughs> and that's really my motivation. Well, for me, I can tell you, um, for me, it was a psychological thing. Of course, mm-hmm. I, you know, I mean, I was not feeling my best. You know, what happened was I was, I saw a paparazzi picture of myself looking disgusting. <laughs> and it was just a lot of different things at the time. And I had lost my, my best friend. And there was so many different things. And all of a sudden, I was like, I, just, I don't want to, I just don't want you right now. Right. So I, I cut out all things, you know, alcohol, carbs, sugar, all the bad stuff. And I just, and I started working out every single day. I was actually away. I was in Australia. And I immediately, in about a week or so, was like, oh, that was fast. I'm already seeing such a difference. And it wasn't like I drank every day. You know, on the show, you see us going to parties and drinking. But right. in my personal life, I did not at all. So um, I was like, that's interesting. So I just kept going. And then I was like, oh, my God, I look so much better. I feel so much better. And I've never looked back. But 
for me, I have noticed, and I don't know if you have noticed this, something changes, even though I was not someone who drank all the time. Mm-hmm. Something still changes in you. Mm-hmm. Something changes Major. in you. I don't know if it's psychological or what it is, but you change as a person. But Kyle, what prompted yeah. all this? Was it was it everything going on with your personal life and you're like, I just need to be yes. Like, clear? Yes. Yeah. I didn't want to wake up. First of all, I was somebody who, I, I was always a fun, you know, if I was drinking having margaritas, I was never, I was always fun. Everyone yeah. wanted me to drink and that was part of who you are. Like, I'm the girl who comes to the party and has margaritas and has girl. fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And people love that about me. So, I mean, that's why I got a lot of pushback of like, why are you not drinking? That's so boring. But um, I would also wake up the next day and be very depressed. I'm somebody alcohol, even if I had like two glasses of wine, mm-hmm. I think because I'm so in tune with my body, like my friends will say, like, you can feel your hair grow. I'm way too in tune with myself. And if I had two glasses of wine just at dinner, the next day I would have less energy and I feel like a little bit, a little down. And then I'm like, I'm too tired to work out today. Oh, I feel like going to In-N-Out. I need a cheeseburger. Like all that stuff. And then that would, that would also affect me, you know? And anxiety as well. Yeah. I mean, so it was like a domino effect. So, um... I just found that my I I found myself like wow I, I I don't want to feel depressed like I don't I can't afford to feel depressed right now I am already fighting what I'm dealing with with my you know in my marriage and losing Laureen and you know your sisters my sister the stuff going on with my my family um I couldn't I couldn't afford like I said on camera I couldn't afford to have a day of feeling depressed so that was like a, a big factor in it and then when I started feeling so different it's like when you when you feel good and you feel like you look good it changes your mood automatically like if you go get dressed up to go to an event and you feel like oh I hate my outfit I hate my hair right then you have a, a good mood. time yeah when you feel good about yourself it's a completely and you have a good day yeah can I ask you something I um I feel like because I do radio every day that I have an obligation to tell everyone what's going on in my life <laughs> I have like I an know, obligation. There's something about this that does do that. And right. I'm feeling like if I don't say something, like I'm withholding or I'm not being honest or, and I feel like um, it's almost an obligation. Do you feel like, well, first of all, they're going to come for you in the reunion because I feel like these women aren't getting the answers they want. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you'll yeah. answer it, but it's not the answer they want. Everybody wants to hear what they want to hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Regardless if it's the truth or not. So that's what I have been dealing with a lot, you know, um, just like them saying, you're not, you know, what's going on with you? I said, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, I, I mean, I share, I've shared my life for 13 years on this show and some of the women, you know, will be like, Kyle's not being honest. Meanwhile, I'm, I mean, no offense, but I'm watching people showing their dating coaches and their businesses they're pushing. I have shown, I mean, I've had a two-year-old birthday to going to college, to learning to drive, to graduating college, to getting engaged, to my family, my marital issues, to rumors about my marriage, to two siblings that have been cast members on the show, to my family falling apart. I've been, my, my friendship with, you know, my sexuality is being questioned. I mean, I have had everything across the board that you can name them. And these people are like, oh, be honest. I'm like, be more honest. I'm literally watching you guys with your dating coaches and showing your, right. your, your cashmere line. With Great. I, I adore you. But, like, I have given a lot on the show. I don't know. I can only, you know, I, I'm happy to share. I, I've had, I mean, I'm not happy to share. I'm happy to be honest. You know, I am an honest person. And I can only share, there's certain things, like I don't keep a camera in my bedroom 24 hours. There are certain things, I wasn't going to tell things to these women before I had told my own children. I don't care about a reality show that much. And I care more about my children and my family and Mauricio and me and how we move forward than any TV show. Let me ask you this. If you knew exactly what was happening with Mauricio, so I'm assuming right now 
you guys are figuring it out. You're working on your marriage. You're not working on your marriage. I don't know. If there was, if you knew exactly what was going to happen today, would you tell us? Yes. Okay. Yes, I would. So I'll, I'll tell you right now where we're at. I don't, I mean, and you know, we're all in therapy now, <laughs> which, you know, it makes it easier for me because all, because also Mo did not want to say. So I was in a weird position. I'm not going to say too bad. Oh, I'm on a reality show. He's it, not signed yeah. up for the show. I see. He didn't even want to when it came out that we were having a problem. And I put that post on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. He didn't want me to say that we we're having a problem. And even my daughter said, you can't do that. It's obvious. Mm-hmm. And he, it was, it's a lot psychologically. You know, mm-hmm. we've been together. I mean, I've been married almost my whole, entire adult life. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't even know what life is without being with Mauricio. Yeah. It's hard and it's painful and it's scary. And I'm like having to answer to these women who I don't know anything about their person. I have no idea what they do when they're, when they're not on camera. I have no clue, but they want to know what's happening in my bedroom. It's not fair. It's not fair. Mm-hmm. And I get, I've, like I've said, but um, we live together mm-hmm. in the same house in different bedrooms. Um, Is there another home too that he will go to? Like an apartment? We are fortunately, or... we fortunately are in the position where we have other homes. Yeah. And I, I so mean, he can go to the other home, you can go to the other home. Yeah, but we don't really. I mean, like he spent a lot of time in Aspen recently mm-hmm. while I was here. And then I went there um, for two weeks with our daughters. And, you know, if you didn't know us, you would think everything was normal. Because, right. you know, I'm making dinner, we're together, but we're in different Family. rooms, you know, uh, and I have my so, house in La Quinta, but no, we're not, it's not like you go here, I go there. But it's impo- it's possible that the relationship is changing form, so it might just be a loving- It has changed Yes, form. and it just could be a very loving, close companionship, friendship, whatever. I want to throw something else in, too, because we both have very wealthy friends. What I have found is sometimes when a wealthy couple with lots of assets and businesses- they don't actually get divorced. They live separate lives because it's complicated to divide everything. Is yeah. that ever, does that ever occur to you and Mauricio? Like if this doesn't work, mm-hmm. do we actually get divorced and start splitting things up and try to sell businesses? I mean, that seems very complicated. Well, that sounds very difficult. Yes. Um, well, that's not what my main focus is. I mean, if, if we're not going to be together, um, I would get divorced 100%. I would not live like that. I w- because psychologically, I would need to move on. I, I would it. never do that just for properties. You know, we did not have a prenup. My husband did not have a penny when I married him. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we had to, you know, his grandparents gave us. You bet money. on him, but you, I mean, that was a good bet. He was in the clothing business when mm-hmm. I met him making no money. And, um, you know, my, my mom lent us money when we were first married. Yep. We, we didn't, well, there was one Christmas we didn't have any money for Christmas presents. You know, um, my mom gave me money and then his grandparents helped us. So we built everything together. Yes. You know, and there is no prenup. I love when people say, oh, Kyle's just hanging. I love when I read these comments. Yeah. Kyle's just hanging there for his money. Honey, yeah. uh, he didn't have any money when I married him and it's our money. And, mm-hmm. you know, let's be very clear about that. So, so you would it's want. It's very clean cut. It's yeah. everything is half regardless. So that's not an issue for me. And I, I mean, we would probably just keep our homes. We don't fight. We're not a toxic couple. Mm. You never would see fighting in our home ever. I mean that seriously. I'm not just saying that. Um, I asked my, we were talking about this with my kids the other day, and they said, we've literally never seen that. You say, like, getting annoyed with each other, and we're like, you know, but never fighting. It was not about that. So it would be, we just go our separate ways and maybe keep the houses. Yeah. It's kind of, I would imagine being married so long, it's kind of your identity. It's who you were. Like you said, you spent your whole adult life Mm -hmm. with this man. It's got to be really 
really, really tough. It's really tough. I do yeah. feel like my entire identity is being a wife and a mom. And that's been really hard to wrap my head around, you know, and I'm, that's what I think part of my, like, you know, learning who I am without that, even though obviously you're, no matter what, I'm a mom, I have four daughters and they're my best friends. Um, but, but he's, see, they're but he's also, also my friend and I do love yeah. him very much. That's what's also hard. If it was one of these situations, you're like, oh, I can't stand this guy. This would be so easy for me. Of course. It would be mm-hmm. very easy. I can it's easier to be angry. Yeah. 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 And I can guarantee you, um, I do not want to be in this position. Mm-hmm. I never wanted to be in this position. Right. I thought I knew where I would be until the day I died. So that's a lot to process. Your whole life got turned upside down. My whole down. life. And obviously there were things. There were things that we had, you know, kind of dealt with since the beginning of our marriage that you kind of like put aside. You know, I was pregnant, nursing, baby, you know. Up, and then they'd come up again. And then you kind of get to a point where you're like, well, are we still dealing with that? And then, you know, were there things? Yes, of course. Otherwise, I wouldn't be in this position I am today. Is there any um, anyone on your current cast that you lean on or trust or call a good friend? Because it doesn't. It sounds like you and Sutton are a little bit on the outs. Is that correct? Well, you know, so I care about her a lot. I was just hurt, you know. And so mm-hmm. um, she did, you know, send me a text. And um, I responded. Um, you know, honestly. She needs to send you an orchid. She no more orchids. My house. I feel like, yes. I'm, I feel like I'm in a florist. A greenhouse. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, you know. What about Dorit? Dorit, obviously, we've gone through a little bit of a, a hard time. Well, she's self-involved. But I just think, you know, no, I mean, I care about Dorit and PK and their kids so much. Mm-hmm. But I just felt hurt by a lot of. I just felt like there was a, a lot of. Did she borrow all those clothes? Empathy. I don't know. I don't know anything about her clothing. But okay, I, just wondering. But she, um, you mean in her I interviews? Would not think so. Yeah, like when just they, like, yeah, like, that, you felt, know, that felt disloyal to me when those the interviews. Well, she went said, "I just feel replaced by Morgan." I mean, and I love Dorit. I mean that. I'm not mm-hmm. just you know, I'm not like, oh, I adore her. No, I love Dorit. I love her family, but she's never been in the years since she's joined the show. That girl that I would, you know, the first morning call or going to work out with right. or going for breakfast or she. We've never had that relationship. We have a different one, yes. but like, so I was like, that's not exaggerated for the sake of you doing an interview bite to have a moment like you know because that's just making problems worse for me and she sure. knows that yes, yeah so i was like thanks a lot you know that's not even true so and i'm always do you on find her confessional looks distracting i always find that confessional looks distracting yes. <laughs> because you know when we started the show i i think season one I had a clip in my plastic hair, you look <laughs> hair so, so i'm like yes, oh my god did. everyone's in costume yeah. Thanks for listening. If you want more of this, listen to Jeff Lewis Live every weekday on Sirius XM as well as the Jeff Lewis channel exclusively on the Sirius XM app.